Welcome to Live at the Potosseum. I'm Lindsay Webb. Joining me, man at the bar, Dan Willis. And a live audience full of opinions. Think Q&A with a comedy twist where the audience are the panel of experts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season two, episode one of the pod- Live at the Potosseum. Now, uh, to get the show going, we need a very simple thing, a round of applause, so start clapping. Come on, start clapping. And to that, some cheering. And well, the stage, Mr. Lindsay Webb. Oh, hello, Potosseum folk. Hello, hello. Thank you very much. Keep it going for Man at the Bar, Mr. Dan Willis. Woo! Oh, we are back. It's season two. Who would have thought? Thank you. Give yourselves a round of applause. We made it all the way to season two. How can, yeah, give yourselves a round of applause. That's for you. It's not even for us. That's for you. This is great, isn't it? We're all set up. We're ready to go. We're, we're post-COVID. Touch wood. Touch all the wood. Touch everything. It's good. Thanks for being here. Uh, it's nice, isn't it? Everyone's got some tables at the front. Got some dinner. You're all right? You still, you keep eating. It's fine. There's not too many questions at the start of the thing. Just settle down. It's, uh, the best thing about this is it's a podcast, right? It's a podcast, obviously. Who's been listening to the podcast? Who's a first-timer? Who's a first-timer? Yep, lots of hands going up first time. Yeah, we don't get a lot of repeat audience. Uh, <laughs> let's find out at the end why. Uh, but you do, you get a podcast and a live show. What a way to spend a Tuesday, right? Yay! Then you can listen to it back and find out how you sounded live. Uh, are you on a, a table on your own right at the front? Yeah, yeah okay. He's coming soon. That's what they always say. Uh, he's coming late. That's all right. Has he been at work? Yeah. yeah. We'll try not to acknowledge him too much when he gets here. That's bullshit. We're going to tear the place apart as soon as he comes in. What's his name? Andrew. Andrew what's your name? Uh, we're quite excited about this particular podcast series. Uh, the season two is a good one. We've got a bunch of great topics for you. If you don't know what you're in for, it's pretty simple. It's um, think Q&A, right? Think Q&A. Do you know the show Q&A on the ABC? Think that how they have a panel of experts. What we do this, on this podcast is you guys are the panel of experts. Sound good? Yeah, that's what we want. We want popular culture. We want an understanding. And I'm just going to be completely awesome. Uh, no, uh, bipartisan. That's the word I'm looking for. I'll be awesome along the way. Uh, so, Tony Jones, you're allowed to say whatever you like. Sometimes it's anonymous by filling out the forms. If you want to jump in at any time, go for it, right? We're going to kick off with quite a good topic, Dan. This is a good one. This is not a way that you and I travel much unless we're on tour. We're going to talk about public transport, Right? Because I've been thinking about public transport recently. Because I've been on tour, we went to Perth. Uh, anyone in from Perth? <laughs> Fuck. It's, it's 2021, Linz. No one's travelling yet. Settle down. Anyone not from Paddington here? See? Oh, right, only three people. That's all right. We've got about 43 people in the room. A couple of them aren't from Paddington. Uh, Dan and I, we went to Perth and did the Perth Fringe Festival, or Perth World Festival, it's called. Then we went to the Adelaide Fringe Festival, went to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Dan's just done the Byron Bay Festival. Yes, I know, it's been a busy year. It's been busier than last year. Last year we took it in the arts. Uh, and to do some of those things that we've done this year, not only did we have to use transport, but we had to, to you know, do, bend everything around COVID. Like, Dan, you had to do a, a lockdown, or not, not a lockdown, you did a uh, self-quarantine, a self-isolation, we, didn't you? we set off, genuinely, both of us. You're uh, right, so having trouble keeping Perth. that up? We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's I'll a comedy it podcast, out. by the way, get involved. I'll work it out as the show's going along. You're Don't right. Worry. i got some pills with me. Now, uh... <laughs> We, we were waiting for everything to start and begin. Everything was uh, waiting to start. 14th of January, Perth Fringe was meant to start. And uh, 7th of January, there was one case. One case found in Brisbane. You'll remember it, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, a hotel case. And I thought, stuff this. I am flying today. And you I did. Flew you bailed. That day. You flew 12 hours later. I did. I flew there a week early and arrived a week late. I got there and they put me two weeks in. 
You arrived 12 hours late and you had to leave to Adelaide, didn't you? I did. I got hunted out of the States. <laughs> had to move completely. Now, the thing is, when we are on tour, right, obviously when you go to Western Australia or you go to South Australia or you go to Melbourne, you don't take your car with you. So when we're on, on tour, we rely on things like, uh, you know, share transport, like Uber, Ola, Diddy, there's so many of them now, uh, and, of course, public transport. Now, each and every capital city has a different range of, of public transport. Obviously, here in Brisbane, we have trains, we have ferries, we have buses. We don't really do the trams as much. They're on the Gold Coast now for the really poor people. Uh, they put big windows on the side so you can see them. It's very... It, never mind. It doesn't seem kind, does it? You're like, oh, look at all the poor people on the tram. Well, you're in your Uber, just sipping on your champagne that the driver gives you. Good Uber. Good Uber. Uh, so public transport is quite a, difficult, quite a difficult task in all of the different capital cities. Now, because we go to all the different capital cities, now when you get a ticket, it's not just getting a ticket from a person at a ticket booth. You've got to have a particular travel card. Here it's a go card. In Melbourne it's a my key. In South Australia it's, I don't know what they're using, one cent pieces I think still. <laughs> uh, you've got to have correct fare, one cent pieces. They actually still take cash if you get on the bus. Now public transport is not used the way that everybody, let's say in the government and infrastructure planning, wants it to be used. Not enough of us. I don't know if you sit in the traffic. Who sits in the traffic to come and commute on a nine to five? Who does that? Give me a cheer. Yep. Do you see one person in the car beside you very regularly? Every car. It's really common, isn't it? Just one person, we're like, oh, no, we've got to get there on my time, got to do it on my time. Public transport doesn't seem to be widely used, no matter where you go. Now, obviously, when I use it, I use it because I don't have a car, don't have that option of having a car. We seem to be happy to take the car and not use the public transport. So the balance is not correct on public transport. Give me a cheer if you use the public transport. Yes, right? So that's what, about half of us, maybe. That was, some people probably didn't answer because they're eating. That's fine. Uh, public transport, the most popular form... Does anyone know, want to guess the most popular form of tra public transport across the board in Australia? Bus. Uh, spot on, it is the bus. But the bus is just a fucking weirdo magnet, isn't it? Like, have you, have you been on the bus? I had someone try and share their headphones with me so I could listen to their music. I don't know. It was pre-COVID, obviously, but still no good. No, no, I don't want it out your ear into mine, no. Not even if that's the best song I've never fucking heard. No, I'm not involved. It does seem like a weirdo magnet, doesn't it? The train, the train obviously is quite convenient and easy if you live near a train station. The ferries, you've got to live right on the water to use those, otherwise you need a train and a bus to get there. Sometimes when you're on tour, you'll plug in where you want to go, like using Google Maps or whatever your favourite maps is, and it'll tell you, like, you do want to use public transport, yes. Then it comes up, option one, oh, it's only going to be 50 minutes, great. You click on it, you've got to get a bus down to a train, catch the train, get on a ferry, hop off the ferry, get on the bus, you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, how much is the Uber? 17 bucks, I'll take it. Yes. It seems like it's convoluted most of the time. Now, the thing is that people don't want to use it, and I think part of that problem is that it's expensive, right? Let's talk to some of those people that said yes before to using public transport. Who uses the bus? Give me a cheer. Yeah. yeah, great. You use the bus. You're nice and close. Let's find out from you. Do you use that daily for a work commute? No. No? You're a dealer and you just go around on the bus because who would suspect that? <laughs> Fuck, that is actually quite a good bit of genius. Write that down, Dan. Uh, that's a good short film. <laughs> Where are you at? Where are you? I'm on the 547. Get on at stop 25. <laughs> Sit in seat 7. Let me give you a great example that I use in my life when I do like to use public transport is to go to the airport, right? And the airport's a weird one because it's not totally government-owned all the way out to the airport. Now, to go from where I live... Now, I live down Logan Way, right? Yes, a low socioeconomic area. I live down Logan Way. To go from Logan to the airport on the train, it is $29.50. $29.50, right? Now, that's one way. 
So you're looking at almost 60 bucks return. However, if I go somewhere for a gig over the weekend and I'm flying and I have to park at the airport, it's around about 35 or $40 to park at the airport. So it's cheaper for me to take the car on the road. So I feel like the public transport thing, we, who would use public transport if it was cheaper? Give me a cheer. No one. <laughs> what about this? Who would use public transport if it was free? See, that's where I'm thinking that this is at. Like, I, I mentioned this in a social situation, and I think you were there. I said that if someone ran a political platform and said, here's what I'm going to do. If you vote for me and my party, we're going to make public transport completely free. You would fucking win. I think you'd win in a landslide because public transport costs are through the roof. Even though we still pay, it costs the government about $1.6 billion every year just for public transport infrastructure, just to put that stuff in place. I know, and I was checking as well. There's only one country in the world that has completely free public transport. I bet it's Sweden. Yes! Oh, Get out of my head, lady. Are there any better bets than Sweden? Oh, God. <laughs> Is it Japan? They've got the really fast thing. No. Holland? It's turned into an auction now. Think smaller. Think smaller. Sweden, to be fair, Sweden does have free local public transport, but not oh. regional oh. public transport. Oh, oh technicality. We were close. Can we get half a point? It's a piece of, you know, they don't have half a point. They can't. <laughs> the actual only country with completely free public transport is Luxembourg, which is cheating because it's about the size of Brisbane. It's a principality. <laughs> it's not even the size of Brisbane. Luxembourg's tiny. Luxembourg. It's a tax haven as well, so no wonder it's free. Uh, but it seems quite difficult also to use the public transport. Once you've got to have, you've got to have the card, you've got to know the timetable, you need to download some sort of app. Generally, you've got to travel too far to go to the area. Now, I say that because in my local area where I live, the buses don't even come past yet. That infrastructure is not even in place. If you want to go somewhere, you need to take yourself to the train station. There's not even a bus that'll take you there. So it seems quite difficult, right? Now, with, with rideshare and not just being taxis, rideshare has now become a more affordable option to get to places. Who uses something like Uber, Ola or Diddy? Who uses that? Yeah, almost everybody. Do you know why? Because to go from here, let's say, into the city, it might cost you six or seven dollars. Do you know how much it will cost on a bus? Around about six or seven dollars. Do you know what you have to do for the bus? You have to walk to the stop, you have to wait until it comes past a particular time. And the reason there's not enough buses at the time that you want them is because there's not enough of us on the buses. It seems a no-brainer, doesn't it? Either they make it free and they fill the buses and trains that they've got, or just turn them into minibuses, right? Like just six-seaters, like just send an Uber on the route. <laughs> like one of those Uber Maxes where you can put seven people in. You go past every half hour, just pop people in. Like maybe pick up stations for Uber Pool. Who does that? Have you done Uber Pool before, Dan? Have you done that? I haven't done it with You've been game enough to know. hop in with strangers? I, would, I have actually jumped in thinking I'm going to treat everyone. I, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling flush. Don't worry, this is on me. Yeah. And then the other two people in the back go, don't worry, we'll just uh, split the cost. Uh, and then, so that, that's a big student thing nowadays. They all just it? pile in. They cost $2 each to get one. People should be go. doing more of that. Who's doing the Uber Pool? Anyone doing that? Yep. Where, where do you, have you used that regularly? Uh, I'm from the Gold Coast. You're from the Gold Coast? Is that how you got here? Uh, no. <laughs> it would have been a great story, wouldn't it? I just it? quickly want to point out, I live in the Gold Coast and that's not actually a you reason you use Uber Pool. You're offering them a lift time? <laughs> well, public transport on the Gold Coast is not the best. It's getting better because obviously the trams. What part of the Gold Coast do you live on? I'm in Bundle. I'm You're in Bundle? Yeah. yeah, okay, right. So near the Arts Centre there. And do you use it for work? Uh, no, just to get to uni sometimes. Just, you use Uber to get to uni? How fucking fancy are students these days? Like, this is, this is the thing. People are not using public transport as much. I notice with the school where my children go to, who's got children here? Give me a cheer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your children's schools, do they have a bike rack? Do they have like a bike shed for bikes? They do? 
That's pretty fucking rare. Like, bike sheds and bike racks are disappearing from schools because not only are they not using the bus to get to school, parents are just driving them. Everybody's driving their cars. I don't know if you've noticed the lineups at schools in the afternoons. Does anyone do that? Does anyone do the mad rush hour pickup of the kids at school? You've got to be like a fucking ninja to get in there, haven't you? And you've got to beat those mums that go straight from the gym at 12.30 and just park at the front. They just fucking park at the front. Full Lorna Jane, handbag and all, with Lorna Jane gear on. What the fuck do you need the handbag for? Anyway, listen, we're getting off the track here. But it seems, it seems quite difficult. Have you seen that? You must have seen it. What is going on with that? You've got the full Lorna Jane on and then you've got the Gucci. You're like, where are you going? Just be, that was you. Someone's, someone's dobbing you in. It's rude, but also sounds like quite accurate. It doesn't matter. It's all right. No judgment here. So it does, seem, it does seem quite difficult for public transport to be used in general. It seems quite expensive in general. And I really do feel like it should actually be free. Now, I know what you're thinking, Dan. I know what you're thinking. You're saying, Lens, it costs billions of dollars a year to run. But you know what? They love sponsorship to government, don't they? They love taking money from corporations. Instead of a donation, why don't they go, you know what? You know what, BHP, you can advertise on those three buses, like just inside and out. Just, I wouldn't care if there was TVs playing saying, we make the best deal ever, if the fucking bus was free. Like, wouldn't that be great? Just hop on with your mates wherever you're going. And I know they do a city circle. Have you ever done one of those lame things in any capital city? I have, and they do you know the free one. On, they've got adverts on them in Melbourne. Yeah. And in Perth. So in CBDs where we seem to have enough people, they've, ca- they've, ca- they've caught on, sorry, they've caught on to the idea of public transport being free. I'll give you some examples. In, in uh, Melbourne, there's a city circle tram where you can do, the, if you're inside the CBD, it's completely free. In Adelaide, they have, uh, um, they have a free city circle tram. They also have a bus that does a bit of a loop, but it's not very helpful. In Western Australia, they have the best free bus system of any CBD okay. that I've been in. Well, it goes beyond I think the CBD. I think it's called the Black Cat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's called the Black Cat. And you're lucky because it'll fucking take you wherever you like for nothing. And they come past every about 15 minutes, 15 minutes or so. That's probably the best and most helpful CBD public transport I've seen. Public transport can also be a nightmare. I can, I can remember being on tour in Sydney. I did some shows. I got on a train from way out of town going, oh, great, this is only half an hour home. At stop 11 or 12, they went, oh, everyone's got to get off there, fixing up the track and getting a bus. Fuck, the replacement bus is two words you don't want to see. <laughs> I had a 10.30, 11 o'clock at night, replacement bus. Oh, fuck that. Because people don't get off the train well, they don't get on the bus well. The bus goes near the other train station, not quite to it for some reason. I don't know why. It's fucking weird. Uh, here's a question. Has anyone tried to save money by taking public transport and it ended up costing them a fortune? This used to happen to me in London all it's a the real time. Thing. I'll do a quick check. I'm actually British, but I live in the Gold Coast. Are there any British people in? Just me. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. You're the only one. I know. No, uh, what would happen? I would get, because taxis back then, before Uber, were really expensive. And oh, you could, absolutely. You could seldomly get one. You can yeah, get a black they'd scan cab your credit card. At as well. all. You'd have to try and get an illegal cab, which is dodgy as hell. And uh, so why did you get the night bus, which mean a wait? It would be like three in the morning. I inevitably, because I was traveling back to Clapham, I would fall asleep on the night bus. <laughs> and Have wake, a little nod, mate. And, and wake up in Morden, which is technically like double the distance, but I just walk across the road usually and then just get a night bus back the other way. Did, did right? you say Morden? Morden, not Mordor. Sounds like it's, yeah, <laughs> sounds <laughs> like it's near Harry Potter looks school. Like Mordor, right? <laughs> but on at least 12 occasions in my eight years in London, I would fall asleep on the wrong night bus and wake up in Sutton, which has a oh, one-way Jesus. system. So you couldn't just walk across the road. Right. And uh, so I'd have to end up getting a taxi back and spend about fucking ten times more than I would have spent if I just got a taxi anyway. So you should have just started in a taxi. There you go. Moral of the story, start in a taxi. Does anyone here still use a taxi? Who's still booking a taxi? Anyone doing one three cabs? Anyone? <laughs> one person going, yeah, yeah, me, I don't have a smartphone. Uh, do you, you still use the taxi? 
Yeah, there's not many people left still using the taxi. Do you find it good now? Has it improved? I've not used them since, I don't know, no, whenever the other ones came in. Pretty much the same. They could use a bar of soap and a bit of a tidy up. <laughs> just, just a general... In, what's that? Well, yeah, they will be wiped out, but only wiped out in, in terms of being replaced. Like, when people say that, they go, oh, they'll be wiped out. Yes, they will be wiped out because the practice that they were operating wasn't really feasible. Like, they have an owner of the cab, they have a company that books out the cab, someone hires the cab, then we have to pay for all four of those people just to get from one place to the other. What the, what the pool has done and what the um, shared driving experience has done is put that onus onto the person that actually owns the car. So the person that owns the car now drives the car. People used to buy the plates for 100000 and it was 500000 and it's a million, and in Melbourne when it was three million. The money that you have to make to make that back, just the original investment, is astronomical. I'm not sure that some of them even ever were going to make that back. But it goes back to think. You think about the people that used to put horseshoes on horses, going, "Oh, this will be great. Our whole family will be right for generations and generations." Then cars came along. Things do evolve and they do change. And we were happy with cars because horses were too slow and cars were better, but then the car pollution got bad. So all these things change in time. It is disappointing to see an industry disappear, but, you know, no-one polishes shoes at the train station anymore. Like it's a, Or maybe they do at some of those places where they're being fanciful. But you know what I mean? Like I, I agree with you. It is disappointing to see that disappear. But in some ways, they're being repaid for that as well because they have a program for the people that do own the plates. There's now an extra dollar on every cab charge that you drive. So when you go in your cab, there's an extra dollar put onto that to go into the the slush fund to pay people back that bought licence plates for taxis. So they are being paid out. They're not being completely shut out and shut down. But I think if they just practised a bit of better health and hygiene in the first place, fuck, maybe they'd still be killing it. You know what I'm saying? Let's have a look at some questions. Who's got some question answers in here? You excited? You ready? You guys need some energy. You all right? You good? Oh, that's better. Fuck, I forgot you were there for a little minute. Uh, here we go. Oh, yeah, some people have put their table number on there so that we know who oh, they no, are, I, Dan. I, had, I actually put that on there because she was a bit of a star. How brave are these people? Handed it over, I read oh, great, them, you're first. Like... Oh, good on you, you're first. Let's do, <laughs> let's do question one first. Now, are these the best ones for question one? They are indeed. And they're the best ones for question two. He knows the format. Isn't he great? Give it up for Dan Willis. He's doing a good job over there. Does a bunch of research. Forgot his computer, but that doesn't matter. We had a spare. Uh, so here we go. Question one. How much and what type of public transport do you use was the question. Uh, your, ma your mum, because she's the town bike. Fucking good answer. <laughs> and then she my handed it to me. My mum's <laughs> a bit hard to ride. She's quite deep. But that's all right. <laughs> no, it's fine. I didn't kill her, so I don't feel bad. Uh, question one. Here we go. Uh, how much... And what type of public transport? Almost never. Used to catch the train every day, but not anymore. And I think that's a pretty common thing. It, got, it gets too hard, doesn't it? Plus, the amount of times that I paid exorbitant amounts of money to go to the airport on the train and got on, even at the Beanley station, got on the Beanley station with all my bags and there's not a single fucking seat at that peak hour time. You've got to stand up with your bag the whole way while some snotty teenagers play some music you don't like. Uh, question one. None. Good. Thanks for your answer. <laughs> you have not wasted any of our time right there. Appreciate that. It's nice. It's a short one. Uh, question one. How much and what type of public transport do you use? Not enough. Buses and trains, but not at the same time. <laughs> Fucking thank you, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Buses and trains, but not at the same time. Get up. No, that's all right, mate. Oh, Andrew. Get up, buddy. Oh, I recognise Andrew from not being here earlier. Good on you, mate. Running a little bit late. Good. Good, you might be able to curtail some of the answers in the next one, you know what I'm saying? I've been out of control. Question two, Daniel? Is this question That's two? question two. Right, let's have a look at question two. If you don't know what's going on, it doesn't surprise me because you're about 18 minutes into a 20-minute podcast. But that's, that's all right. We'll pixelate you out. Uh, here we go. Question two. What is the best and worst part about public transport in general? 
Uh, best is uh, watching Netflix on my way to work because I'm not driving. Well, fuck yeah, it's like you've got a Tesla, isn't it? It's like, you, it's like you've got a driverless vehicle. Of course you can. The worst thing is when I can't get a seat because the bus is full. I fucking hear you. With your bags, you've got to watch Netflix in the aisle. Who is that? They keep moving. Uh, question two. Here we go. Thanks, Dan. Uh, question two. What's the best worst part? Reading, texting whilst in motion. Uh, and the worst part is smelly people. Yeah. yeah. That's where the weirdo magnet thing comes in. Who knows? Maybe we should sanitise people before they get on to public transport. Maybe that'd help. I don't want to hear your headphones either. Uh, the worst part is other people. Oh, yeah, other people. You've come out to a live show with... <laughs> other people. <laughs> Best part is most of the bus drivers are like racers. Oh, fuck, have I got a story for you? What happened to us on the way here tonight, Dan? Well, we happened to be on what I believe to be called the M1. M1, yeah. You know that car park all the way from the Gold Coast to here? And uh, just as we passed Beanlee, I'm not showing off, but we passed Beanlee. We and, did, uh, straight past. We, uh, we encountered two buses, not one. That two. two. And neither were in the left lane. There's a fucking bus lane as well. Like, these guys are in the third and fourth lane on the M1 travelling north from Beanlee to here. There's a fucking dedicated bus lane, mate. Do you mean, I'm sitting in the car going, what the fuck are these guys doing? Plus, they're doing a dollar ten in a dollar area. Unbelievable. But this person likes it because the bus drivers are like racers. Yes, you're right. And some of them are racist as well. That's <laughs> 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 the worst part about public transport. The best is the people thanking the driver. I think it's important. You should always thank the driver, just like a good butcher. Remember that? Remember we used to go to the butcher and leave the butcher? Thanks, mate. And you pull the string and the door would open. You go, fuck, it's magic. Uh, the worst part... <laughs> Is people listening to and watching things without earphones? Oh, yeah, fuck, that can get fucked, can't it? That's annoying. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. They should be dropped off at the next stop. Uh, the best thing? Nothing. Worst thing? You have to pay for it. <laughs> if we made it free, would that make it the best thing about it? Yeah. Fuck, we can fix all this person's problems. There are only two of them. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Final set of questions. Well, thank you to the people that filled out the questions. We appreciate them. Man at the bar, Dan Willis, goes through them and picks out all the best ones. Pardon my sniffling. Uh, question three. Do you think public transport is a fair price? Now, I don't think it is, but that's just my opinion. Uh, it's OK for what you get. No frills way of getting from A to B or A to Z or can fly out of Zilmia. Fucking well played. <laughs> Extra point. Like, if this was a competition, that'd be a winner. Uh, and they put in for A to B, Aspley to Barden. Fucking well played. <laughs> <laughs> very clever answer. Question three, no, should be free, as in some northern hemisphere countries. Yes, you're right. Luxembourg, uh, <laughs> PPT, taxi expensive. PPT, okay, good, okay, that's good. <laughs> Just some hieroglyphics at the end there. Uh, do you think public transport, never caught it, it's for peasants. <laughs> peasants is spelt wrong. <laughs> It's spelled wrong. <laughs> like they didn't go to school, like they're one of the peasants. Anyway, uh, do you think public transport is a fair price? Yes. I mean, I'd prefer it to be free. I think I've tapped into the social conscience here. I think probably fair to be free, right? What have we learnt, Dan Willis? We've learnt many things today. I think... Uh uh, would, I think we've learned, we're, we're pretty much, I think about 80% of the crowd would like free public transport, is that right? Yes! Let's make that uh, platform. That, Is anyone thinking about going into politics That's, way, and that's way more enough to win an election. That's Surely. The, uh, the other three, we learned that the only places for free. Uh, actually, uh, Luxembourg is the only country that's got completely free transport. Yep, so uh, we could France, all move to Luxembourg and double the population. <laughs> France is one city that was completely free public transport. Who is it? And that's Dunkirk. Dunkirk. But they do insist on you getting chased by the Luftwaffe, mm. so... Mm. <laughs>
That was funnier <laughs> in my head when I wrote it down <laughs> 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and That's not uh, a good route. I know, I know. The, uh, Sweden, obviously Sweden has local transport for free, but regional is not. And uh, either fact about Sweden, uh, if you watch the Muppets back in the 70s, they're the Swedish chef. Apart from in Sweden, where they called him the Norwegian chef. <laughs> there you go. They did not. They did. They just called him the Norwegian. And all the Swedes went, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you Norwegians, the entire world is laughing at you. That's fantastic. <laughs> there you go. Little did they know. I hope they never find out. Uh, that is the end of our uh, tra- public transport episode. Yeah, fantastic. Did you enjoy it? Give me a cheer. Give me a... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Learned something. I think we've learned that it just should be free. It was exactly what I was thinking to start with. Please thank Dan Willis, our man at the bar. Yeah, that is the end of our episode. Thank you very much for listening to the Potosseum. Woo! <laughs> Thanks for downloading and listening to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Spread the word if you did. If you want access to VIP content and behind the scenes, hit our Patreon page, Live at the Potosseum, or like us on Instagram. Share the word. This is Live at the Potosseum. <laughs>